Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. They will drop the puck on Wednesday night. The NHL is back, and that means we get a chance to punch up the lead analyst for NBC on their NHL coverage. Former NHL standout player, coach, now turned analyst, and horse racing degenerate, much like yours truly. Ed Olchek joins us here on CBS Sports Radio. What do you know, Eddie O? Jody Mack, Happy New Year, man. Great to be with you. I hope you're uh, safe and all your listeners and staying, uh, staying on the right side of this thing. And uh, good to be with you and uh, looking forward to dropping the puck on Wednesday night. Uh, we've got the season in place and uh, we've got one issue right now going on in Dallas and nothing that we haven't seen from baseball or football and even the NBA to a certain extent. So uh, we're going to try to manage through that and hopefully be able to entertain uh, respectively understanding what's going on in the real world. So looking forward to getting back to work on Wednesday. Understood. And we're looking forward to getting uh, your sport and you back to work at the same time. Um, you're feeling okay. All good. Yeah, uh, you're healthy. Good. Yeah. Feel real good. Yeah. Feel real okay. good. Very lucky. That's... And, Became a grandfather over this pandemic for the first really? time. So very excited about that. My oldest son, Eddie, and my daughter-in-law, Erica, brought in uh, Audrey Marie Olchek into this world back on July the 7th. So uh, very lucky and uh, get a chance to see them every once in a while. So, yeah, things uh, things in the Olchek world are uh, knock on wood very good right now. Very nice to hear. And, yes, I will make fun of you and call you Grandpa every once in a while now. Going <laughs> well, I know I am old now. That's for sure. Hey, yeah, yeah. I am old. You've officially been caught. All right. Um, last year, NHL restart in the yeah. two cities in Canada. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you did all your postseason broadcasting from a studio, correct? Uh, for the first part of it, I did both. I was in studio, and then I was at home for a period of time, and then eventually I worked my way to the bubble in Edmonton, um, and I was there some 27 or 28 days, so... I had a little bit of everything. You had a little bit of everything. Um, as of right now, what are the plans? And I know they're fluid for everybody on the planet, but yeah, everybody right. in their own little world have their own fluid little plans. What yeah. are the NBC plans for the regular season and going forward with your broadcast locations? Yeah, full steam ahead for the national shows. So the plan is right now for me to be in Tampa on Wednesday night for a banner raising in a building that, I don't think there's going to be any fans in there watching the game between Tampa and Chicago, but 
uh, it is, uh, we are still in this, uh, you know, this, this worldwide pandemic. So the plan is right now to be in the buildings, but again, Hey, you know, the, the virus is going to dictate until, uh, you know, we can all get on the right side of this. So if we got to work from home or a studio or get in the building, we're going to do the best that we can. And, uh, just like the players and the teams, no practice games, no exhibition games, just drop the puck for real and let's go. So that's what we're going to plan on doing on Wednesday. Daddy Olchek, lead analyst for NBC on their coverage of the National Hockey League, our guest here on CBS Sports Radio. All right, uh, when you do report to Tampa, and that will be weird if you're in the building with just the players and no fans whatsoever, but you did that last year. (laughs) Um, So it isn't like uh, something you haven't done before, but you are going to have to do it without your partner. Um, Mm -hmm. Doc Emmerich retired this offseason, and um, I know how big a fan you are. I've only said for years that Doc Emmerich is not only the best hockey announcer of all time, he's the mm-hmm. best announcer of any of the major sports out there. He does hockey better than anybody else does basketball or football or baseball or any other sport. So I know how difficult a task it is to know that you're not going to have the best in the business by your side. Mm-hmm. Did you even make an attempt to talk him out of it? <laughs> uh, I would concur with everything you just said. Um Jody Mack, uh, you know, I had an idea that um, it was coming. Uh, I didn't think it was right around the corner. Um, but when Doc called me and said he was going to ride off into the sunset with his wife, Joyce, I, you know, he's very much at peace and uh, I couldn't be happy for him. Look, I mean, you know, I mean, we're all disappointed, but um, he decided that he, he, he was done and uh, hey, we're going to we're, we're all better for it. And uh, we're going to have to work twice as hard now because Doc had that ability to be able to carry a game, carry a story. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's going to be different for hockey fans because anytime you heard Doc's voice, as you know, Jody Mack being a big hockey fan, I mean, anytime you heard Doc's voice, you knew it was a big game. Like, yep. you know, it was, it was must-see, you know, must-see and must-listen television. And, uh, you know, being his partner for 14 years um, was certainly a – uh, one of the highlights of my career, I mean, playing, coaching, broadcasting, just professionally, I mean, to be able to sit next to Doc and, and, and see him, you know, just work and prepare and, and the, the love and passion he had for the game, it certainly, you know, rubbed off on me and, and uh, really enjoyed and very honored to have been his partner for that long. But as he said, look, at you know, he's passing a torch and, and now it's up to us to, to take it to, that highest level that we can get to, but you know, Hey, um, but long winded, uh, I, I didn't try, uh, at all. I think I maybe tried to do that, you know, prior to him letting me know that he was going to ride off into the sunset, right. but, uh, it may, you look at, we, everybody wants to know, well, you know, if we, if we weren't in a pandemic and if we weren't doing this, you think stock doc would still be doing games? You know, I, I, I can't answer that, but, uh, he uh, he's left an incredible uh, lasting legacy and a very proud to have been his partner for the last 14 years. Yeah, that's a question I'm going to have to run by Doc at some point, which I will get him on at some point during the season. <laughs> I can assure you that uh, I'm probably a slightly better friend with you, but I'm also friends with Doc, so I think I'll be able to get him on at some point. And I just wish he was a jerk. Because then you could say, all right, well, yeah, he's great at what he does, but he's a jerk. He's also like the classiest guy on the face of the planet. One of the great, one of the greatest, one of the greatest. Just makes it that much more difficult to be without him. But uh, you will muddle through. I'm guaranteed of that. Um, 
with what you guys did to uh, recapture your season and have the playoffs last year in a differentiated format, which I think worked great and had a really good Stanley Cup run, even if it was competed north of the border here, um, it did lend itself to, I think, a fun NHL season. Can they pick up from where they left off? Can can they do this in uh, uninhabited buildings across the country? They're going to keep it short. They've resituated divisions and going to keep it as divisional play. Two-part question, number one, did you like the way they did it last year? And do you like the way they've got it set up to start this year? Well, they had, I mean, look, we had, we, you know, being a part of the National Hockey League on the broadcast side and having been a former player and coach, I mean, the commissioner, Mr. Bettman, and Bill Daly, the deputy commissioner, did an amazing job to get that and pull it off. I mean, the, the Board of Governors, the Return to Play Committee, the players, the coaches, the trainers, the medical professionals, I mean, both hub cities, I mean, to be able to get the game back and, and, and finish off what everybody had started was just an amazing feat. And and look at right now, again, the virus dictates and, you know, with, with restrictions across the border in Canada, they're going to have their own Canadian division. And then you change up the divisions because of travel and you're only playing within the division. You're playing 56 games right now. So look at I, I look at whatever we can to be get out there and entertain because at the end of the day that's that's what it is it's about entertaining and hopefully we can you know take away from the real world for people that are tuning in just take away from what's going on in the real world for a couple of hours and they can watch a game that they love or just be entertained by watching a game of hockey so uh, I, I like what they're doing I like how they've been very proactive Jody Mack when there's been nothing to say. Uh, they've kept their mouth shut and, and really nothing to divulge. And then once they got the, you know, once they had knew everything was going to be in place and where teams are going to be, and, you know, look, we still have a situation with San Jose, right? Just like the 49ers, the 49ers weren't allowed to play the last couple of games in Santa Clara. The Sharks are no different. You know, they they got to start the season in Arizona. So, you know, there's still some major potholes here, but again, in the big picture, uh, if we can get hockey back on the ice and entertain, then uh, it's a, another a tip of the hockey helmet to the league and to the leadership of the National Hockey League, starting with the commissioner, Mr. Bettman. Eddie, Eddie Olchek talking pucks and sticks with us here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, you mentioned that you are, as of now, planning to be down in Tampa, which they just, it was either earlier today or yesterday, decided as of now they're not going to have fans allowed in. Right. They were hoping right. to. But there is a little bit of an outbreak in Tampa, so uh, make sure you take care of all your priorities yeah. when you get down there. Um, yes, sir. The, the Lightning uh, had a great bounce back year last year. The year before, get bounced in the first round. One of the biggest surprises and upsets in Stanley Cup hockey history. And then mm-hmm. they come back when they're not as big a favorite. They find a way to uh, win the Stanley Cup championship. Are they the type of team that can go back-to-back? Pittsburgh did it a couple of years ago. Prior to that, we got to go all the way back to the previous century. Back-to-back is not easy in the NHL. Does Tampa have what it takes to potentially pull something like that off? I think they do. Uh, There's a lot there, Jody Mack. And, and, you know, the way the season ended last year with the three or four months we had off before we went to the bubble, and now you're only playing a 56-game schedule, uh, arguably – um, I would say Braden Point to me is their best all-around player. I mean, Victor Hedman obviously is world-class, but I'm talking about more of the forwards. Braden Point is healthy. Nikita Kucherov uh, is not. He's going to be out for the whole season. So that's going to be a big loss for them. He, it sounds like there's a good chance he'll be back for the playoffs. So when you can add an MVP player, a guy that has incredible chemistry with a guy like Braden Point, 
Um, that's a huge ad. Look, they got Andre Vasilevsky, arguably a top two goalie in the league. You got Victor Hedman, arguably a top two defenseman in the NHL. And you got two of the top 15 players in the entire league offensively in Kucherov and Point on their roster. So, look, they have a lot going for them. John Cooper has done an amazing job. He wins at every level that he coaches at. So, with the unique situation, a shortened schedule, uh, you know, the on and off hockey going on, I mean, yeah, why not? Now, I will say this. The Colorado Avalanche are the team to beat. Um, they brought in Devon Taves from the New York Islanders. They brought in a top-four defenseman. They brought in Brandon Saad, who's won two Stanley Cups with the Chicago Blackhawks, a top-six forward. The only question mark I have for Joe Sackick, uh, Hockey Hall of Famer and general manager of the Avalanche, is, is their goaltending good enough? I'm not sure, but when I look at their team, they're the team to beat. And uh, it'll be really interesting to see how that all plays out uh, in the Western Conference with the Colorado Avalanche. No, we've already established that you're old because you're a grandfather now. Um, <laughs> did you actually ever play with Corey Crawford, who just retired did not. after? Did, did not. not? Did not. Oh, did not. I thought, yeah, I thought I'm, maybe I'm you way, were an I'm old guy. Old. He, I'm way too old. I actually okay. could be. I could be his father. <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, yeah. he did have a heck of a career as a former Stanley Cup winning champion goaltender. Um, in the breakdown with the new divisions that they put together, is there one that you point to and go, damn, that's going to be good night in and night out? Uh, you've got Central, you've got East, you've got North, you've got West. Is yeah. there one because of the configuration you say, that's a division that you just got to be on top of every single day. Yeah. I mean, I, I think all the divisions have a little bit of a different twist, right? Like you got Vegas, Colorado, St. Louis out in the West. I mean, you know, in the East, you got, you know, Boston and the Islanders and you got the Rangers and, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, you just, it's, it, it's nonstop. You got Philly. Uh, I mean, you got some really, really good. There, I mean, they're going to be a team or two that are going to be pretty damn good in this alignment that aren't going to make the playoffs. But I look really good. Order. I, I mean, look, I'm an all Canadian division. There will be a guaranteed, you know, Canadian team in the, in the, in the final four once we get there. That, that to me, um, with, with, you know, just the, rivalries and having spent half of my career playing in Canada, you know, three and a half years in Toronto and almost five and a half in Winnipeg. I mean, no the rivalries up there. The one team I would keep an eye on, um, and just looking at a lot of the, uh, the early wagering going on in, in, in hockey, like the Edmonton Oilers to me are, are a team that, I, I look at the goaltending across in that division across Canada, Jody Mack, and I go, you know what? I think they might have the seventh strongest out of a 17 division in Edmonton. Their yeah. defense, they were not very good in the playoffs last year. I mean, they, they couldn't check their hat against Chicago, and, <laughs> and, and they really had a tough time. Now, look at you got two incredible world-class players there in, in McDavid and Dreisaitl. Maybe they can... Now look at it. If their goaltenders give up five, can they score six every game? Yeah, they probably could, but I don't think they're a slam dunk to make the, the playoffs. I don't think they're a slam dunk to be one of the top four teams up in that Northern division. So that's something to keep an eye on for everybody is to see, you know, what kind of the season the Edmonton always have. Now what's going to happen with trades and, you know, uh, you know, all those type of things, but there's a lot of people think that they're, you know, they're a slam dunk to be in the top four in the, in the Northern Division, and and I'm here to say is that I don't see it. I mean, Calgary's improved; they've got a better goaltender. 
Vancouver's on the come. Toronto's made a lot of changes. They got good goaltending. Montreal has made a boatload of changes. Terry Price is there. Ottawa's got a goaltender now in Matt Murray. Um, they've added some veteran guys. And Winnipeg has got arguably one of the top three goalies in the league in Connor Hellebuck. So I just think that Edmonton might be a team that people might want to look at and go, you know what, you know, maybe there's something to that. I, I don't think it's a slam dunk that they're uh, they're one of the top four teams in the, uh, in the Northern Division. I'm going to have to put that one away for uh, remembrances on another day because if they do what Tampa did, I would say they're getting beaten the first round was the biggest <laughs> surprise this past year, and then they uh, turn around and win a Stanley Cup, which is exactly what happened at Tampa. They were the biggest surprise Two years ago, when I got beat in the first round, swept in the first round, came back yeah. won a Stanley Cup. It's just, yeah. just a parallel, I'm saying. If, I, uh, I hear you. That happens, I hear you. Uh, but I just look at but But, Jody Mack, look at it's a counterpoint. I just okay. don't, I look at I don't see the goaltending there. I don't see the back end being, you know, good enough. I mean, they've got a couple of good young D coming, but it's an awful, you know, it's a big ass. Now, again, it's 56 games. I understand that. Let's hope we play all 56 games. But to me, I just look at Edmonton and, uh, I just have big question marks, and it'll be interesting to see where they finish. Now, uh, Ed Altier here with us on CBS Sports Radio. All right, I want to jump over for just a couple of minutes to the other sport you and I uh, both love, and that would be horse racing. I know you're following it because I watch TVG, and from time to time, one of their announcers says, Eddie Altier just texted me, and uh, <laughs> you're, you're oftentimes mentioned even when you're not working the day. You're just sitting at home watching and wagering like yours. Truly, I know you're following it. Um, have you started to uh, make a list for horses that you think can uh, be a major factor the first Saturday in May when we get the Kentucky Derby back when we're supposed to have the Kentucky Derby? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's probably still a tad early, Jody Mack. Um, you know, once we start getting into some of these, you know, prep races here, once we get into, you know, early February and then we start getting into March and you get a better indication of, uh, you know, who's you know who's who and where where are they going and, and, and how they're figuring out. But, you know, like we, just had to, we just had the Derby in the first Saturday in September. Now here we are, you know, a few months later, and we're prepping for the first Saturday in May, and hopefully it'll go off without a hitch. So, yeah, it's probably a little bit earlier. But, you know what, if you want to uh, check back in for the hockey season, and maybe we can uh, tout a, a, uh, one or two uh, ponies. Uh, we can talk pucks and ponies in about five or six weeks. I might have a, a horse maybe to keep an eye on. But right now, it's, at least at least for me anyways, uh, probably a little tad early. That, that's a date. I'll get you on about five or six weeks from now. But I'm, I'm telling you, I'm giving you one in advance. I've already right. got some early action on a horse right. that will be running next Saturday um, okay. down at the fairgrounds in the Lecomte okay. Stakes, which is a yeah. derby prep, uh, getting mm-hmm. points for it to qualify. Horse yeah. by the name of Mandaloon. Okay. Uh, trained by Brad Cox, ridden by Florent Giroux, has won mm-hmm. both of his races, broke his maiden impressively, came back, won a uh, first allowance race. This is his first stakes competition stretching out to a mile. Um, yes, a horse that I've already... Uh, now, I'm not saying I'm guaranteed he's going to win the Kentucky <laughs> Derby, but I do like his chances now. He's my first foray into the uh, pre-Kentucky Derby wagering. Uh, Mandaloon next Saturday in the Lacombe. I will be I will be zeroed in next Saturday. Always a pleasure. Eddie, oh, you're the best, my friend. Congrats. Thanks, Please pa- pass it. along to Ed Jr. on the birth of his first child. <laughs> Thanks. It's always my pleasure, it. Grandpa. Thank you. Okay, man. Thanks, pal. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.